they can see you and I think they can hear you if you speak to them. Hello, can we? Can you hear me? I, I, I they can Loud hear you. Woohoo! They can hear you. This technology thing, I'm not that bad at it, it would seem. It would seem. Better than me. Well, 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 good evening, one and all. I hope anybody watching this is well. I can see you all flooding in and saying hello there on the YouTubes in the chat. Uh, I'm live. I, I, I'm back doing a Thursday night, doing a one on one with that one the one and only natalie chill now you've been here on the channel before probably about what a year ago maybe i think it might be even longer about a year and a half maybe yeah and i mean we spoke because obviously we 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 had voices shall we say on twitter but you've gone on and done some other stuff since then haven't you and you're yeah. gonna you're gonna tell me all about it, and you're gonna tell them all about it, and we're gonna make people smile, and we're gonna have a positive conversation. So let's start. Yes, let's do it. We like positivity. There's too much. There's too much negativity and sensationalism in the world at the moment. Ain't that so, the goddamn truth? So we need. Uh, so we need to laugh and we need to smile because otherwise, what's the point of it all? Uh, so yeah. So last. Last uh, year, um, I was on for, with a guest uh, with Rick Munn every Friday mm. uh, for an hour on TNT radio uh, on his Locked and Loaded show. So I would come in and like kind of re re go over the week of like the UK's current events. Yeah, and uh, then um, in March, a job opportunity come up, and since I was do had been doing that, um, Mike Ryan from uh, who uh, owns TNT Radio. Um, was said, uh, you know, we, we've heard you on the show. Would you like to come on and do this every day? Um, so, yeah, so I do that now, Monday to Friday uh, at 10 a.m. And we just, it's an hour really, open line it's called. People can call in, but generally we just talk about, we you know, we choose three stories each. We don't always get through them uh, from the news headlines and uh, go through those and what we make of them. So you basically do what we do. You do what we do, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. And you know what? More people need to be doing stuff like that. And we need to we need to rip the piss out of the news more often. That's that's what we try to do. On, that's what we try to show. That's what you try to do. And, you know, it's trying to get rid of that confirmation bias. Look at the behavioral psychology behind the headlines like you. It's alternative media you know we're trying to see through what the mainstream media are doing as well and you know john says except you get paid for it and we don't <laughs> oh god i wish we got paid for it <laughs> but but no that will come john you don't you don't need you don't need to start bringing the mood down already man come on <laughs> this is why i left you in the chat tonight it's why you're not here right now <laughs> oh dear no but no yeah you, you're exactly right um god damn it is getting tough out there it is getting tough yeah, out yeah. there and you know me and you we're both autistic right we are we are we are both autistic and i think that makes us and, and people are gonna think this might be quite controversial but I, I think that makes us better place to do this the most to be honest 
Yeah, I, th- I think we are, our brains, we're, we're wired slightly differently. Um, we've never really probably fit into society as other people are. Mm-hmm. We, we see things very differently. Um, and I think um, you're, you're one of the only people on Twitter. There's only a few people now that seem to be sometimes on the same wavelength as me. We Even the news stories coming up, uh, we, we're able... It's that confirmation bias again. Yeah. You know, we have like this uh, so-called, they call them awake community or freedom fighters. And, and they seem to be herded now like sheep in the same direction. Agreed. And they're so... They're so now within that confirmation bias, they're not actually looking at the whole picture themselves. Well, see, and they're this now is it. doing almost like what the COVID cultists were doing. So I, 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 me and John have have tried to point this out, right? For uh, we've, we've focused on it quite a bit, actually, for the last few months. Is that people that, just because they agree with you on like one or two things, does not mean they have to agree with you or you have to agree with them on absolutely everything and the problem is a lot of the people that we would you know were fellow travelers with shall i say over the past few years have gone in a completely batshit direction on some things and let me just say it as it is completely batshit in in on, on some things and we have the balls to stand here or sit here and call that out and say just because we agreed with these people on this does not mean that 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 they're right on absolutely everything and it, it, it sort of speaks to the idea of echo chambers because they've created themselves one massive echo chamber where everything has to be a psyop Absolutely everything yeah. has to be a psyop, no matter what. Yep. Um, it has to be distraction, or it's like, let's take this Hugh Edwards thing that's going on at the moment, yep. right? I keep seeing people say, this is a distraction, it's a distraction. And I don't think it is a distraction. I just think it's a bunch of journalists who thought they got another journalist, and so they had a gotcha moment. I've got a slightly different view on it. Um, Go for it. But probably, probably, um, different. It's different to most people's. Um, I believe that there is a massive um, paedophile problem um, and uh, like sexual deviant pervert type problem within the BBC and um, um, kind of other TV places. I imagine in that you're industry. probably right. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it looks like that's the case, you know, and and we know uh, history of that happening. Mm-hmm. And I think they're trying to cover it up and choosing to bring out a story like Schofield, choosing to bring out a story like Edwards, um, because they know that they, they can bring this story out knowing they're not going to get arrested, knowing people, they put this story out knowing people were going to be stupid enough to name names, then they can, they've done it. It's the same playbook for Schofield, same playbook for Edwards. They then become the victims. Then they can blame all the people on social media. It normalizes the behavior of then uh, basically sleeping with teenagers, which they're trying to do, and this minor attractive people. And it covers up the, the, the kind of more probably even worse behavior that could be going on yeah. at a higher level by putting it out there. I think it's delicious. It's been released deliberately. Okay. Um, and in in that sense, I mean, that's just my kind of opinion on it. Um, but that you know, I'm that doesn't mean to say I'm I'm saying obviously that's happened. 
But I also think they're very much in control. If they didn't want these stories to come out, they wouldn't have. We know the mainstream media only puts out what they want us mm. to see. And if they really didn't want Schofield or Edwards to come out, it wouldn't have come out. And they have deliberately drawn each one out for a week. Uh, there is no coincidence in that happening. So that's just my opinion on it. Okay, but... I, I don't think that that they are being used as a, a distraction to to let's say I didn't say it's a distraction. No, that's no, not, I would, that's not. I wouldn't say distraction. But but this is this is what I keep seeing. This is a distraction. It's a psyop. It's it's making you know. There's something nefarious going on behind the scenes that, that this is distracting you from, and and. The only thing that I could possibly see, if we really wanted to go down that road, would be Boris and his WhatsApps, right? And his phone. Oh, oh no, he's forgotten his password. Of course he bloody has, let's face it. He hasn't forgotten his password. Um, but I just don't think that's big enough to warrant some kind of massive, you know, mass media manipulated distraction. Right, so sometimes there's a big distraction with a story that mm. they need to put a story out because there are stories that they don't want covered. The only stories you could say that at the moment are the big mortgage stories. They don't yeah. want like that. They don't want the economy stories coming up. They want maybe a distraction from people concentrating on the economy, possibly. But they're not necessarily big enough stories to distract from. Uh, yeah. I actually think, I think, like I said, I think this is a deliberate playbook uh, to normalise this type of behaviour and make and make these uh, make these predators make you feel sorry for them, look like victims, you know. And I think this is a playbook that they will continue to do. So I don't think it's a distraction, but it's another behavioural psychology more, element. More like, a, more like a more like a okay. So let, let's take what you said. Uh, I think that, that, that a, a good term might be a sweetener. It's more like yes. a sweetener, you know. Yeah. It's a palate cleanser, if you will, to yeah. say that. Uh, and you know, if nothing "quote unquote" illegal has happened, fine. They However, knew that when they released and it, and of course they did, right? Because even the Metropolitan Police have said nothing illegal has happened when it comes to Hugh Edwards. But it doesn't mean that a sixty-plus-year-old man, you know, getting soliciting pictures from an eighteen-year-old isn't at least creepy isn't at least weird isn't at least you know morally kind of bankrupt oh it's it's morally wrong it's yeah. ethically wrong but they knew that when they released it they made sure they released it knowing there'd be no criminal charges that there'd be an outrage on social media that everyone would do that and then they could play on the victim mm. card that's how behavioral psychology works yeah they, they knew what they were doing um i mean I, I don't know how realistically I feel about this whole thing. We were, we were talking about it last night. And, yeah. you know, you have to look at it pragmatically and you have to look at it from, from the legal perspective. Legally, he's done nothing wrong by the looks of it, right? Legally, he's done nothing wrong. Well, but but like I say, that doesn't stop me from calling him a creep. It's a bloody creep. Well, no, no, it, but he has done something wrong, right? So right. The problem, with this the, the problem with this story is if you are getting paid by an institution that takes a, yeah. a fee, as the BBC does, and you are coming across as a role model, right, mm -hmm. Then and getting paid that much money for it, you have to, by doing so, have a certain code of conduct in yeah. order to take that money, right? So it's Morally, not legal, yeah. But morally and ethically, 
what he should have done when this come out, from what my understanding is, he met this person on OnlyFans and didn't pay them any money for any photos till they were till they were eighteen, supposedly. So right, that's okay. why it's not illegal, right? That's why it's not illegal. Okay. Had they been under eighteen, yes, so it's probably like then then the, paying for the photos, even though he was over sixteen, would still be illegal. So yeah. that's I think why they're getting around it. But to me, the easiest thing that they could have that he could have done is just as soon as the story come out, he could have just handed in his resignation and said. I've made a terrible. Um, he's near retirement age, and he's on over four hundred grand a year. He's this not is, exactly going to suffer, is he? Financially, this is why I think this is why I think there's more to the story, and they've chosen to play this out and make someone a scapegoat because that makes more sense for him just to come out and say because they didn't need a week of all this drama. We've now got talk TV. The parents are being interviewed on talk oh, TV tomorrow. Oh Jesus Christ! So, right. So this is what I'm trying to say. Oh think my about God. It. Think about it, Ben. This has all been set up for this purpose. I agree. He could have just, he could have just resigned because morally and ethically, he's got a a uh, duty and responsibility with the job and the uh, fee that comes in from the public to behave a certain way. He could have, he could have just stopped it. He could have come out the first day, quit, and none of this would happen. They didn't want that. You see, they I didn't want that. See, I both agree with you, and I agree with john in the chat right because john says the parents are scammers and i believe they are and yeah. this is and this is yeah, yeah i think they are every is- everybody everybody is 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 getting something out of this on one end or the and, other except you obviously <laughs> and and you could almost argue i mean how much conspiracy theory do you want to go if Let's they need go. to cover up a big if you want to need to cover up a big paedophile ring mm-hmm. right of a much greater level and hugh is small fry in terms of you know like you know maybe he's it's a like i say the sweetener maybe. he's close to the bone but yeah, he's not yeah. quite there but if you if you make sure, hold on, Hugh Hugh is actually was with like an eighteen year old. He won't get done for that. Let's put his name out. That means that we can put this out for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. interview the parents, make it look like he's got mental health problems. Then people will be scared to bring out another name, and it covers up the paedophile ring at the top. Well, and that's exactly what it looks. I like. I will say, uh, you know, and I've seen trending on Twitter today. Right, and I don't know legally how much we can say or how much we can allude here, right? But I've seen. I know what you're going to say. Dan Wooden's bloody trending, isn't it? Trend- he's trending, and have you seen the? I've seen the um, thread. The thread, yes. There is a thread of allegations against Dan Wooden now. Um, Today, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like I say, legally speaking, I don't know how much we can say as you know, because we are technically broadcasters. Yeah, so I would stay on this in terms of libel and defamation because I was trying to say the same about people with um, Hugh Edwards. I will only discuss Mm. um, what what is said there on the thread. If you want to go read it, please go on Twitter. The thread is there for you to read. It's his ex-partner who's posted this thread, by the way. This is an ex-partner. I cannot comment on whether the accuracy of that story. If that is accurate... The police need to be involved and there needs to be investigations into his conduct. But I cannot say that's true because that could be an ex-partner who's taking revenge on him. Once again, Personally, true. I think there's probably some truth in in what's come out. But, but 
as I keep saying to people, stop jumping to conclusions. Yeah. Just because you might not like someone or the company they work for, or you, you, if you've got a confirmation bias, we know there are pedophiles. We know there are problems with um, corruption and perversion yeah. in that industry. But that doesn't mean just when one bit of information comes out, it's definitely true. And that's going to that's gonna confirm all my suspicions. And I told you I was right. You know, like, come on. You're absolutely right. You are absolutely right, because um, uh, if, if you think about it, um, let's take the Hugh Edwards story. And, and I'm just going to quickly deconstruct a few things, right? Before before it was Hugh Edwards, so before, I knew, we all knew who it was, but we, we weren't yeah. legally allowed to say well, it until it came out. But... Yeah, me so anyway, let's just continue where we uh, left off. Um, and yeah. you were talking about a tweet from GB News. Go on. Oh no, it was a, it was actually a parody. Account. It was a it was a parody account that oh, looked like damn GB it. News. And, and damn it. Said, it said it said Dan is taking some time off for the foreseeable future. And I thought, oh, it was GB News. It wasn't. It no. looked like it. But, However, he is on holiday at the moment oh, in New Zealand. Oh, so what a time for so, it to happen. Yeah. So, uh, but he has been liking tweets and, and he has deleted all his tweets about Hugh Edwards. Interesting. So, look, you know, interesting. I, and I, and, you know, I cannot say at all, and this is what I think does need to happen more. Uh, we, um, we should want the truth, mm -hmm. not to be proved right about something. And I think too many people want to be proved right now. Yeah, like they've got some like like chip on their shoulder, rather than actually find out any truth. I want to find out the truth about Dan Wooden. Yeah, I'm not suddenly just going to start going. Oh, he must be guilty. Well, well, I don't know. Well, exactly. Uh, uh, before we went down, I said to you, let's deconstruct what's happened yeah. with the Hugh Edwards saga because I do. I want to deconstruct it. Okay, so. We have um, we have these people coming out and making these claims, and the initial story comes out in the Sun, and I read it, and we go on. We went on live. I believe it was on Friday, and I started started preaching caution immediately because I looked at this story and it said it made it made a myriad of of uh, allegations. It said that the kid was a, a first of all a kid, second of all it said this kid was a crack addict. Third of all, it said that the, that the parents who had made this report, and this was the way it was worded in the Sun, and this is what really bothered me, it said the parents have seen bank statements to that effect. It did not say we have seen bank statements to that effect. It said the parents have said that they have seen bank statements to that effect. And do you know what? If somebody had come to me with a story like that and said, oh, don't worry, I've seen it, I'd, I wouldn't have reported it. I, I just couldn't have. I would never have, I would never have run with that. So I, I, that's I mean, I think that that they could have run the story anyway, mm. just because of he's a role model for the BBC. At the end of the day, whether the person was over 18 or under 18, he still cheated on his wife. Mm. Right. Um, and, um, you know, he's, he's got five children. But how do we know? That, I was, was going to say, how it, do we know they're not doing it together? Well, it's possible. Yeah. This is what I keep saying. I mean, I mean, it doesn't sound like it from the statement she's put out. But as I keep saying to someone, you can't keep saying the so-called truthers say we don't believe anything in the mainstream hmm. media. But they believe anything in the mainstream media, Ben, when it fits their own narrative. You know, I completely agree with you. And, and, and you know, I, I keep saying this on Chasing Descent. I keep turning around and saying to people, the mainstream media are not wrong about everything. Okay. They are wrong yeah. a lot, and they do lie. 
but they're not wrong about yeah. everything. And, and you know, it, yeah. you just have to go back to the adage that a broken clock is right twice a day. And, it's, you know, at certain points, at certain times, their reporting is going to be truthful. It is going to that, be factual. And this is what I was saying about... Um, so I had the same thing about when Nigel Farage came out and Nigel Farage said about his bank account. And I said, "I he's got, you know, a history. He's an infamous narcissist mm -hmm. who has a history of lying. I said, just because Nigel Farage comes out and says it and it fits your narrative, right... Yeah, you know, it, you know, you can't then suddenly say it's definitely it's definitely true. I said, let's get some more information mm. here. Personally, I don't believe the story is telling. And then, of course, when a BBC report comes out and says, well, actually, um, you know, it wasn't to do with anything that he's claiming about politics. It's because he didn't, you know, have he didn't enough money. The right, uh, yeah, he didn't have enough and, money, and it was quite. Yeah. And, and do you know what? Everyone came back at me and said, it's the BBC. I will never trust one word the BBC writes for the rest of my life. And I went, well, aren't you just using confirmation bias? Are you honestly telling me, right, the BBC will never write one accurate word for the rest of their life? We're supposed to be finding out what the truth is, yeah. not just saying, you know, that's it, it's BBC. And to me... Farage and the BBC are just as bad as each other. Uh, so the truth of the matter with that, with that story is I didn't believe either of them. They're mm. both embellishing the story for their for their own, uh, you know, needs or benefits. Yeah. But but we don't really know the truth there anyway, and that's what we're trying to find out. Exactly, we've got to try. We can if we can only ex if we expose the corruption in a rational and logical way mm -hmm. without re without reacting quickly and emotionally, we can stop this corruption. But if we act like the gutter press and jump to conclusions every single time something comes up we are just as bad as the people we're trying to fight against you don't you know you can't fight the, the same battle with lowering yourself to that terrible level and that's exactly what the awake or true for community has started to do where they've become just as bad as the is the you know nasty journalist in the mainstream media they're not yeah. interested about truth they're not interested uh, in finding out any facts. I, I, agree, I agree with you. I, I do. I agree with you because I, I, I have tried. One of, the, one of the main things I think I have tried to keep me and John on the path of is never joining a group, right? And never becoming part of a group and never, never painting ourselves into a movement because you're absolutely right. Um, people, people's bias or group bias seems to... Uh, take over and group think is just as strong in this group of people as it is in other groups of people and do you know what people on that side of the aisle can and do get things wrong and yeah. and, it, and they and they do it regularly right yes, they do they, and, they do and i would also like to say i get really fed up with people saying the conspiracy theorists have been right about everything that's absolutely rubbish the conspiracy theorists were right about some things. Yeah. They also said we'd be in a gulag. They also said... Right, well, I was looking forward to that. Yeah. I was looking yeah, forward to my gulag. Oh, we, yeah. <laughs> uh, they also said that the economy would be destroyed by now. They also said that we'd be on rations. They also said that we'd already be under a social credit system. Just that I could keep going on. Yeah. They haven't been correct. They've been as correct as other people. There's only been... It, they also said that everybody would be dead now. If Every single person would be dead now if they took that vaccine. You know, and, the, and it's, it's not the, the case. Vaccine. 
I know, but you're not allowed to say. It's like there's this narrative that you have to stick to, mm. and and it's like the only people on Twitter now, you know, they just regurgitate these old tweets from COVID, and they go over what? the same thing. If you notice, I rarely tweet at all anymore. All I really, all I really tweet is is promotion of our shows. If people want to know what I think, they can come to the shows. I do, yes, I do it all the time. That- yeah, that's why I've tried to do that positive thing on Twitter because I'm yeah. literally realising the algorithms have changed now. They have. So they only push sensationalist content. People are so, you know, obsessed with their dopamine hits. Mm. They want their likes, their clicks and the follows. The new algorithms won't give them that. Yeah. So they have to retweet and post sensationalist content. It's the only way. Absolutely. Um, and, it's, and, and it's a beha- it's become a behavioural psychology tool and an app, and it's pushing these stories. That they're, they're, they're literally using social media now yeah. to push their agenda. They want you to put these awful photos on. They want you to put these awful videos. You're doing their job for them, yeah. and you're claiming you're waking people up. We're not doing anything of the sort. You're in an echo chamber. Do you know what? You're literally, you're making these tweets go viral and basically pushing the agenda for them. And they're sat there laughing at you. Joe, boys and girls, uh, this woman here is singing from my hymn sheet. Right, yeah. you need to come. You need to come and be in the <laughs> audience for chasing dissent more often. Because yes. I sit here and I, yes. I say this shit all of the time. Um, and do you know what? There are people that would have quote unquote supported us back in COVID. Who'll probably call us this, that, and the other for saying oh. this stuff. And do you know what? I, I don't care. I, I'm not here for likes and follows, mm. right? I'm here to do what is morally and ethically what I think is is correct. I'm losing followers on a daily basis. Do you care? Um, no, because I'm saying what I believe. Mm. And I could, t- uh, tomorrow, if I wanted to get up more followers, I could post, you know, the, the look, look at the awful pride pictures. Let me show a naked photo again. But there's children in the photo, and even though I'm exposing and pushing paedophilia, that's absolutely fine because it will get me more clicks and likes and follows. And let me be, let me say more racist tweets again about immigration and show lots of like fake videos from like at any time in the world and pretend they're violence yeah. from an immigrant in this country and add yeah. a racist comment to it, and that will get me more likes and follows. I'm not doing that. I'm not interested. I'm interested in the truth. Yeah, me too. And and. And that's and that's all I was. That's why I started doing it. That's why you started doing that. But it's not popular, Ben. People no. don't want to hear what you've got to say. They just want you to confirm their confirmation bias mm-hmm. and confirm their narrative. Like the main one I know we agreed on is the vaccine thing. So if anyone dies now, anyone dies. Oh, it was the vaccine. It was oh my the god! Vaccine. We call this out all of the time, right? I know it's embarrassing. Uh, but not only is it embarrassing. Um, I'm going to say this as plainly as I possibly can, and I've said this before, but the more that people do this and the more that they say that is responsible for absolutely any and every death that they see, the the more they discredit the times that it might be. Because what what they are doing is they are creating a moral uh, a moral panic, a moral outrage, um, and they're, they're making it up. And I mean, I'm, I'm going to say a name. I'm going to say a name, and I say it often, so anyone who listens to Chasing Descent will know this. Stu fucking Peters. Shut up. Don't. 
That that die suddenly did did so mm. little uh, for our community. Uh, you know, it was the most rubbish, sensationalist crap. Yep. It had it was literally it does everything which we criticise the other side at the start of COVID doing. It was literally only show one side. They showed evidence to fit their hypothesis. He and wasn't a lot of the deaths in the during truth. it were nothing to do with it. No, no. Literally, nothing he, to do with it. There was no scientific, um, like, uh, thought running through it at all. No. He just went, this is my idea, and I'm going to find things to say that this is what's happened with remember, the vaccine. Remember the hydras? Remember the hydras? No, don't. <laughs> the same person, Stu Peters. The thing is, the, uh, you know, go back to the, the idea of sensationalism. It's this yes. kind of sensationalism. It's people like Stu Peters. It's people like Dom Bloody Luca. It's these people with massive followings because they say the most outrageous, stupid, dumb shit that confirms bias. No, that's that's exactly what it is. And I said this on Twitter the other day, and I think you'll agree. People are claiming to be awake, but awake now fits them in this kind of very old narrative. I believe part of the lockdown strategy was to ensure people got addicted to uh, the internet and social media. They knew within COVID that they that it was the TV that was guiding yeah. them more. But they needed, they knew that the social media tool for indoctrination and brainwashing and their, their tool for behavioural psychology, it needed to be social media. Mm -hmm. So by locking us down, they got us all addicted to social media me being one of them twitter addict throughout lockdown you know um as is then you know so but now they're using that same tool against us changing the algorithm and pushing sensationalism they are planting things for us to go in they've literally turned the awake community against itself they're planting stuff to discredit us and then people don't even think about it and then go share it that's how the Hugh Edwards story worked. Yeah. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. You all, you all beat yourself. That they, they all. Uh, what's the word? Um, they ruined it for themselves. They, if you hadn't have shared that name, this story would have not gone the way it had. But you couldn't help yourself. You had to jump to conclusions. You had to wake everyone up. It's your duty, apparently, because because apparently that's going to save the world. You tweeting. Um, uh, um, on Twitter, apparently, waking people up is the way to save the world because it's not. And and if that's all you're doing, uh, I actually there was a tweet that someone just put um, that I um, that I shared, and I think you'll really like it. Go on, read um, it to me. Yeah, I'm just getting it now. For the record, you ain't a truther, a freedom fighter, or a conspiracy theorist. If you only post things on the internet, neither are you holding the line in a spiritual good or evil war or on the right side of history. You're just a different caliber of sheep. And that is kind of what I'm what I'm saying. You know what? If that is all you do, right? Yeah. You, you, you're, they wanted you to do that. They set that up for you to do that. There's a theory that's saying the Great Awakening was part of their plan, that they wanted you to use you to sit there and tweet all this rubbish, and you're doing it. You're doing their job for them. I, I, well, I actually like the real world, right? It's, it's a, <laughs> just a strange thing, I know. Like, oh, I love it. During, during, all, of the, during all of the madness, you, you know, I got, on, I got on planes and I went abroad and I, I went, I, I went, I went and, and people would say to me, oh, why are you, because I, I, 
right part of my autism right is i i have a, i have obsessive compulsive fixations on places and things and i like going to disneyland right people can say that yeah. but i love going to disneyland right that's your thing and you go that is it. my thing because it just when i go there and i can just zone out and you know you know calm down um shut up john but um but but the point is just for doing that these same people would attack me and say oh you're at disneyland yo no no oh my god you must be this that and the other it's like no, no uh, i'm doing what i want to do out in the real world rather than just sitting on twitter thanks so yeah so uh, this is what me and rick um on the show try to kind of push and encourage every day yep they, they have forced you to go on social media you are a rebel if you get out in the real world and you talk to real people that's I that. what they don't want you to do yeah so you sharing sensationalist stories that they probably planted and you think if you're awake by trying to wake people up sharing the same old regurgitated um provocative stuff that's designed to incite anger and cause division so you're literally divide and conquer you're doing everything they want you're not awake you're not a conspiracy theorist you're not really knowing what's going on get out in the real world make real world conversations oh, yeah. go and go and actually talk to people who you claim aren't like you because i guarantee you they've got much more in common and it's your social media and it's it's they're they're telling you that oh how much do i what do I hear, oh, I can only talk to people who are awake. What a load of rubbish. My favourite place is my local pub, and my local pub has every sexuality, Do you every know colour, what? every nationality. I'm a non-drinker, right? I'm teetotal. However, yeah. I've started to really appreciate my local pub. I've That's really amazing. started to appreciate it. I, I like the people there, and I like just, you know... It's, it's it's the most amazing community, and that's what I have real-world conversation. I try sometimes. I pop in. My, my one of my best friends is the bar, the barmaid there, so I'll go in. We'll sit and have some lunch. I'll sometimes lunchtime conversations. I'll go in there with different people. I spend a lot of time on my weekends there. They, my mm -hmm. kids love it there. Family pub. We'll go there, chat to people, play pool. Literally, so many different people, so many different world views, so many conversations. Yeah. I'm having more luck waking people up at that pub than I could ever in a week on social media tweeting out regurgitated crap well because um, if you're having a chamber. conversation with somebody you can you can lean into nuance and you can explain yeah. the situation and you can you can have you can have that 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 sort of conversation clearly whereas if you're just sitting there with 240 characters or whatever it is 280 characters um how on earth are you meant to be able to do that? And especially when you're up against someone that's faceless, the other side of a screen, and they are stuck in their ways. I think if the new algorithms hadn't have come in, mm -hmm. but we know that's all deliberate. We know that that's all been put in for the same reason we're saying. It would have been much easier, but you can't get out of the echo chamber anyway. You're, it's like you're preaching to the converted. That's all you're doing when you go, I need to wake people up. No, you're just making tweets. I don't want to wake like, anyone up. No. <laughs> well, I mean, we'd like we'd like to expose the truth, but you're very naive if you think you're going to do that yeah. from tweeting on Twitter, yeah, or uh, or, or anywhere else. Uh, there, there seems to be a little bit of a uh, chat, uh, something going on in the chat about the fact that I like the word nuance. 
I love the word nuance. I like the word nuance. It's great. Yeah. I think that might be an autistic thing. There's certain words we like. Yeah, I absolutely love the word nuance. I think it, it, it is one of my favourite words. You are right, yeah. John. Because, because yeah. there is nuance in absolutely every situation. And when it comes to looking at an issue, when it comes to looking at a situation, doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter if it's in the news, doesn't matter if it's a situation that you're in right in front of you. Um, you have to take every issue and on its merits as you find it and come to your own conclusion based upon what you see and the evidence around you and the facts that you receive. But these echo chambers doesn't matter where those echo chambers sit. They demand that you see it their way, their way only. And it doesn't matter. Um, it, it, it doesn't matter if you see 99% of the things that they do the way they do. If you see that 1% difference, you're evil. You must be punished. You must be, but, but that is that's part of what COVID's done. Mm -hmm. So I would say pre-COVID, because um, I I see life now almost a bit like before and after. We we kind of got to a point in in life, and I explained to my kids that you know actually people respected each other, like with religions even. You know, mm. it was okay if you were Christian and you were a Muslim, and people didn't try and say you need to. So they didn't say to the Muslim, you need to be a Christian. Let me tell you about my religion. We just respected each other for being of a different religion. And in the same way, if you had a different sexuality or here you had a different opinion, you could say, we agree to disagree and you could respect that. Yeah. And since COVID, they have polarised debate and segregated. They want you put into groups. That is how that they they have to do that for divide and conquer. Divide and conquer They're doing reasons, it more yeah. and more. Yeah, and, 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 and they've done that via social media. They did it, first of all, they pushed it with Brexit. That was their first one. They, you either remain or you leave. That was their trial. And then after that, you were either unvaccinated or vaxxed. You were pro-COVID or you were an anti-vax. Do you know what? Um, you know, when when people ask me if I am vaccinated, right? We all know the answer, right? But yeah. but the answer is, as far as I'm concerned, um, none of your business. And the same same thing to you. Are you? I don't even want to know whether or not you've received the vaccine because it's your body and it's your medical me, decision. I, yeah, I mean, I've got no problem with telling you that because I have, my, you know, my family haven't had any vaccines since my first son had a um, reaction to his MMR jab. Fair enough. And, uh, and so I haven't had any vaccines since then. And I'm quite, I feel quite strongly about that. So, you know, that's why it's something I will talk about. Fair uh, enough. For anyone, that's for anyone that's interested, as you said, you know, that's not for me to preach to anyone. And that is also what you learn about when you're being in somewhere like the local pub. Yeah. You know, nobody actually cares in the real world. Twitter and social media aren't representative of real life and they get you thinking but do you know what they could be yeah do you know what it could be because uh, see this is going to sound quite controversial and i do that sometimes right yeah but i kind of agree with jordan peterson now jordan peterson would like anonymity to end on social media right and whilst legally speaking you know i see a lot of and, and ethically speaking i do see a lot of issues with that I also think if people were to stop hiding behind that shield of anonymity, they might actually talk in a proper way. Yeah, it's it's true, but I also think that because of various reasons, 
Yeah, I mean, even people who are hiding from people in yeah, terms no, of safety. Yeah. Um, um, and, and, and for people who have certain jobs, who it, would, it, would, it wouldn't really mean freedom of speech either. It, no. it would mean the opposite in the end. That's why I say um, I kind of reasons. agree with it. I kind There's, of agree I with can, it. In theory, yeah, it would work on one level and another level it would reduce freedom of speech yeah, completely. I mean, if people it's are willing more... to put their face and name to the things they say, they might actually be more thoughtful about the things that they say. Is all I'm thinking. Yeah, but it's more people that are still living in the COVID era, and mm. they're literally people that still post out about like this vaccinated versus unvaccinated. Whether you're like vax versus unvaxed, that doesn't exist when you go out in the real no, world. Doesn't. Nobody cares. Nobody it's cares. gone. You know, me, me. You know this, but and I often have to say to people, "Why are you still tweeting this? You're pushing division. Mm. This that's actually not the only more normal people. When I'm when I'm out in the pub." Right, if they, people make a joke that I don't bring it up. Sometimes they go, "Oh yeah, Natalie over there, she's not back." We laugh about it together. Mm. There's no division, but there is on Twitter, and people are still pushing it. And I think sometimes some of these people they're so consumed and obsessed and addicted to social media, they're not actually living in real life. That is that Twitter feels like what it's real for them, but they're not spending enough time out there with real people. And another reason because they don't want to, because they start saying, "I don't want to talk." to anyone who had the vaccine yeah they ruined my life oh shut up are you what from the same people that you moaned at them because they were ostracizing you, know, you you're now ostracizing them the vast the vast majority of people um did not even enter into these discussions let alone are responsible for anything right no, exactly you know these these are very um very concentrated small groups of people on both sides of these divides it's not just on yeah, one side are. of this divide these are very concentrated small groups of people who are very vocal and i'm wondering on both sides if there are some, certain people who were probably paid and they probably were um, i mean that's sometimes but i think that's that's uh, that's how twitter works that's mm. what they wanted that, that's how they polarize debate haven't they 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 will always push the sensationalism so they will push the covid cultists or they will push the most extreme conspiracy theorists there's yeah. no in between the uh, in between's too boring ben i mean let's you face know. it you know when you look on the other side of things you've got paul you know exactly who i'm talking about oh right? i know right so that is just pure insanity right i mean yeah exactly it's pure insanity where, where, where they'll take uh, what's this thing that they do okay and if anybody believes in what i'm about to say uh, i'm sorry you're, you're silly um they they, they do uh, they call it combatria or something like that where they they take words and they put them into some kind of calculator and then they create oh, numbers right uh, what the yeah. hell is that these people are nuts and and, and yeah, unfortunately and I... they will try and discredit people who are talking sense and say don't listen to the person that's talking sense listen to me and my insane numbers words yeah and 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 the other ones are there's there's accounts and people that believe everybody now is uh, who are famous is transgender oh Every my way person. do you know do you know I, I i got i got i got called that for so long it's like i know i look quite effeminate sometimes and i know i'm beautiful i know right it's my cross it's my cross to bear right mm -hmm. right i know okay that's why me and john work so well because i am the yeah. eye candy they come to look <laughs> we know 
but <laughs> but still <laughs> i'm getting a lot of for fuck's sake in the chat <laughs> but um but no um i've been called that and it's it's weird it's like okay no but, but they actually believe it ben. i know they They're do not joking. i know they, they really do truly believe it and they, and what's up yeah the other one is seriously this this like satanic um you know if you make one sign right oh my god then they'll they take a freeze frame the past. <sighs> yeah that's it freemason they are a freemason then <laughs> evil not on our side <laughs> yep in fact, take somebody take a picture now. now then, then post it. Then post it. Yeah. Oh no, he's one of them. He's one of them. He's... There you go. We can post it together. Look, there we go. Ben, I'm doing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, John, if you haven't taken a screenshot of both of us doing that, you need to do it right now, right? And you need to post it to Twitter. There you go. Right. <laughs> And then people are going to go crazy. They're, they'll actually say we're Freemasons now. Oh, Chills. Jesus. Well, well, the thing is... That's well, it. You know, and they, they accuse a bunch of women. This is the funniest thing. When I see them accusing women of being Freemasons, I'm like, wait a minute, they can't join. <laughs> so there, there, was, there was one um, I just saw, I think it was yesterday, of Helen, is it Helen Mirren, I think, right. and Lady Gaga. And they were in an award ceremony, and they went up and did a symbol. I think it's something like that. I don't know. I'm not up on the symbols, right? That? To each other, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And they and and they went look. It, there's a uh, uh, Satan symbols in in. Uh, they're doing it now, you know, um, so we can see. And then somebody come back and went. Do you know that's the symbol in sign language for I love you. Yeah, and it's also um, like when people do this, it means it literally means okay. That's all yeah, it means. That's what, yeah, and people and they were like, well, they and then they're trying to argue, and they put in the pictures up. They said this is literally the symbol for I love you. So I mean, if you're going to come out, it equally could have been that as much as it could be another symbol. And this is what we're talking about when we say truth. They don't want to. These people literally did not want to hear that it was a symbol. No, of course they didn't. They don't want to hear that because their bias has been confirmed. Their bias has been confirmed, and they don't want their worldview shattered. Um, No, but but the problem is um, those worldviews will not serve you well. They're problem. They're, I, I hate to use the term problematic, but they are problematic. They, they are, are. going. They're going to. They're going to. First of all, they're going to mean that people don't take you any kind of seriously, right? And I mean, let's face it. We deconstruct things all of the time, and we try and get to the root and the truth of the matter uh, and stuff like that. And people don't take us seriously half the time, right? So how how are people meant to take you seriously if you're turning around constantly and going, um, yeah, your name adds up to two hundred and twelve, and it I means don't. it means you're the devil. Um, yeah. it, it just come on, guys. Come on, please. Yeah. And and yeah, I, I had um somebody call me a shill. Uh, people unfriend me when I first come back to Twitter. Yeah. Because I was just being positive and saying, you know, this isn't helpful. Keeping on to bitterness and anger. We obviously want justice. Clearly, I mean, you know, my best friend died at thirty-one through the lockdown. I remember. You know, I at the end of the day, I really want that. But at the same time, I'm not doing her a justice if, if, if for the rest of my life I'm miserable 
Mm. And I don't do anything. You know, I owe that to her to go out and live my life at the same point, you know. And we can't just live in the past forever. Obviously, we're still going to be fighting for that and fighting for the people to to be brought to justice. But we need positivity as well. I've got people unfriending me calling me, me a shill saying, you're a disgrace you know, you don't understand, you know, you just because you are able to get in a better place, other people aren't, you you know, you need, people need to stay angry, you've lost the plot. I was like, wow, for being positive, for, for, well, you know for trying to help people. John lost, right, okay, let, let me, let me, let me break this down, okay, uh, the, the situation we find ourselves in, right, John lost absolutely fucking everything, excuse my language, he lost two businesses, Right. Wow. Um, he absolutely threw the floor. God knows when he's going to get his van back. Um, but the point is, the man lost absolutely fucking everything, and he is still sitting here trying to do what he does and put a smile on people's faces three times a week. I haven't got a pot to piss in. Right. I struggle day to day to day to day to day to make sure the bills are paid, and I'm in a bit of debt. Right. Who isn't at the end of the day? Right. But yeah. you know. We, we we haven't got a pot to piss in here but we sit here you know several nights a week we try and break down the truth of the matter we try and make people smile and we try and bring a bit of positivity right you yourself you're in the situation that you're in right but you yep. sit there five mornings a week and you try and bring a bit of positivity we're also that's, that's what we're trying to do like and also you. we are all parents so we want to yep. show our children that there is a better way there has to be mm. and what are we fighting for Ben if we that some people want us to be angry to never move on from covid to still be tweeting the same yeah. the same things talking about literally not moving forward like we can't not move forward it. from lockdowns well, well we still want justice yeah we can't there's if if nothing's going to be done on that level we're just destroying our own Absolutely. mental health, our children's mental health. Absolutely. That isn't healthy. It, you know, and I'm saying that from, from, you know, of course, you know, I want justice being done. But you, by tweeting about it every day with not actually any direct action, nothing's going to be done. You're just demoralizing people. You're, demoralizing, you're, you're not just demoralizing people, but you're demoralizing yourself. Yeah, right? and you're lying. That is no way to live. What are we fighting for? If that's all our life is, why bother? We may as well all go um, go and, you know, just give up now. All of us. If, if that, that's not, there's more to life. I owe it to my I want to see the world. To go out and see the world. Go out and, and, and give my kids a proper life. We keep talking about protecting our kids. How are we protecting our kids if the only thing we do is talk about negativity? Mm-hmm. It's, that, that isn't a world for kids. So how are we then better than the people they get in? We need to protect our kids from these awful people. But what are you doing then exactly. to your kids? If all you're doing is sitting at home and telling everybody how, you know, all those tweets, I don't want to be living in this world. It's, it just gets worse every day. Well, it actually doesn't if you get out in the real world. Yeah. There's, there's, if you get out in nature, if you go and see real people, you know, go and laugh, go and smile, go and do an activity. I'm doing sun, Sunday is fun day, you know, at the moment. So every Sunday, me and the kids do an activity. We're paddleboarding, we've gone kayaking, we've gone bouldering. We've just all of these different things. Me and the kids, every Sunday, 
Oh my god, it's so good for you. Yeah. Everything is open again. Yeah. And we've actually got what we wanted. We wanted life to go back to normal, and it's not good enough for people. Yeah, uh, people want to act as if it hasn't, right? And, it and has, by do, the way. do you know what? I I do want to say that. Um, I do want to say to people. Life has, you know, for the vast majority of places and the vast majority of people, life has returned to normal. At no point am I asked for my status certification on anything, anywhere I go. Now, there are places that never reopened because they went absolutely bust. That is true. Okay. But it, it has at least, and like Truth Over Lies here says, it has for a short while, but it doesn't matter how long that while no, is. But this is, but this is what... I've but um, where, where he's saying that they people can't enjoy the moment, he got because he, for a short while, like it's the fear mongering again. But mm. it might not just be for for a short while. It's this for it's this kind of doom, like everything's going to go wrong. Well, maybe it's not no. if you don't have that self fulfilling prophecy. Mm. And and actually, at the moment, all restaurants are open, right? There is no that there's no vaccine passes. There are literally every shop is open. If you if you want to go, I mean, obviously, we, like you said, we're not trying to underplay the devastation that lockdowns no. did on people's mental health or on businesses. Absolutely not. And so so obviously, we. But what we are saying, we thought people like me and you, Ben. You know, right from the start, we what we wanted was a life for our kids to yeah. enjoy again. And that is there. Yeah. I can do every activity. I, mean, I can take them to the cinema and the I tried to, and- Me and John tried to be an example, right, uh, during all of this, of how you could still do these things if you wanted to. You must remember, I went everywhere. I did anything yeah. I wanted. And I went, I went, ab- I went and sat on a goddamn plane with no mask on whilst everybody else was masked around me. And I filmed myself flying off it. We were able to do, and I, I wanted to show these people that there was another way. And then John himself, he went to nine years. European countries just drove for them no problem when there were supposed to be these passes and things like that yep. I mean I, I went into France with the pass of a 40 year old woman named Susan that she'd sent me a fucking screenshot of yep. and I entered France and spent five days there right yeah well exactly I mean and then that's what I mean do you remember I was doing the shop selfie yeah, uh, pictures all throughout. Uh, all so throughout was I. COVID. I never. Yeah, and yeah, as you as you were, I never stopped going out. I never can fly. My my boys have both got autism, and they're very very funny about flight. Mm. So things like for them, you know, uh, the hassle and stuff, and you know, having the money now and stuff. But in this country, we still went out and did everything, and we still are. Do you know what I would say, Ben? That people are acting like the restrictions are still in place. Yeah, because they want. I, I to mean, to be that. fair. To be fair, and, and I want to go back to I want to go to a point that Vaughn's actually made in the chat. This is true, right? Um, government or council-run swimming pools still think the restrictions are still in place. Yeah, there are. There, yeah. Okay, so and and um, some places in the NHS oh, as well. Yeah. Sometimes you might see face masks or something, but but. I mean, unfortunately, the NHS in itself is is a problem full stop for many reasons and not just restrictions, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but but generally, it is few and far between. To be fair, right, I'll, I'll give you a rundown of my appendix two weeks ago, right? I'll give you a rundown. Yeah. So I was rushed into A&E here in Eastbourne on the Thursday night. Um, I couldn't sit up because I was in so much pain and there was nowhere for me to lie down. So I spent four hours lying on the, on the floor in A&E, right? Oh. 
and, and they just left me there. Then they finally took me out the back and they said, right, the surgeon's coming to see you. I was like, oh, great. So here comes the surgeon. He says, yeah, we're going to do your surgery tomorrow, but over in a hospital 40 miles away. Okay, you got to get there. Right, so off you go. So I went home, uh, got driven over to that other hospital and left there. Uh, spent the entire day there. I got admitted. Um, and then they went, yeah, we're not going to do surgery today. We're going to do it tomorrow. Uh, so feel free, even though we've admitted you, you don't have to stay in this bed if you don't want to. Feel free to go home and come back tomorrow. So that's exactly what I did. I went home and came back the next morning, got admitted back into the bed. And then I was, uh, I had that surgery that day, finally. But I just yeah. thought the entire process was convoluted. It was drawn out. It was completely unnecessary that it took so long because they could have done the surgery in my local hospital. There was nothing really stopping. The surgeon was fucking there. He spoke to me, right? Yeah. But they were like, no, go over there. So there are a lot of problems in the NHS and oh, lots, lots. But yeah, I had it done, but... Um, I mean, I, I think one of that, like, as I said, that you know, yes, life is back to normal, but it's up to us to live in the present as well. Like, yeah, we, you know, obviously, things like in the NHS, the waiting lists are absolutely horrific. GP surgeries mm. are still a nightmare. Um, you know, people aren't getting treated in the way that they should. Yeah, that is all a problem from um, COVID. But mm. if you want to go out and actually have a good um, a good time with your family, there's nothing stopping. There should be nothing stopping you do that. But I do know of people who can't get out of the COVID mindset. Like yeah. there's they, like like because they're on basically social media every day in their head. There's an immigration problem. They think they're gonna get. So, they're gonna think they're gonna get stabbed by an immigrant on the way to Waitrose, or like. like do you really, know? Right. I mean, or I've like actually LGBT. had. I've actually had. Okay, I'll, this is the first time I've said this on the show. Yeah. Um, I, I'm probably in a position more than most to be pissed off with with the boat people, because yeah. on my seafront here in Eastbourne, there are twelve hotels that have the boat people in. Wow. Right. Uh, wow, I didn't uh, know. Yeah, yeah. A few months ago, one of them stole my phone on the pier. Wow. Yeah. And uh, we managed we managed to get on the cameras, work out exactly who it was, stop them and get it back. Right. Yeah. But I, I've actually had run-ins with them in that, in that respect. Um, and and I, I don't get, I, I don't see them as, uh, you know, as some invading problem. No, so I much. Mean, dang it. Don't get me wrong. The immigration is is a problem in the, uh, and, and I'm not trying to downplay it either. If you carry on uh, letting um, in unmonitored global immigration, not even just here in the UK, if you keep doing that, there isn't the funds, there isn't the facilities, there isn't the services. We yeah. don't have the money. Yeah. It's, it's the recipe for disaster. Oh, it is. But at the same time, you know. But at the same time. You know, sensationalizing it yeah. and adding racism to well, it is isn't it. helping the matter. Well, either. this is it. Like I said, that's the first time I've told that story on the on the show. Yeah. And actually, but I, you could have. But if that was somebody else, that could have been. That could have got that. You could have put that on a tweet. Yeah. Do you know how many likes that would have got? Oh, yeah. That, that would have. That would have. That would have gone viral. But you know, wow, John makes a. Steals. But John makes a good point. This isn't immigration. It's not. It, I. I. I actually agree. It's not immigration. It's. It's yeah. something else, but immigration happens through legal channels via via legal means. This is something else, um, yeah. and like I say, on my on our seafront alone, there are twelve hotels full of these people, and they are a problem, and they are causing problems. I, I will, be, yes, you, you know, Did that, that's what I'm not downplaying that either. So I'm not saying it's not true, mm. uh, but I mean, I live in Reading, um, and Reading's a shithole in many many ways. 
But if I go out, with yes, Eddie, it I is. Don't see an immigrant. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 um, there isn't. Do you know what I mean? I don't see evidence of that, and that's why I have to tell people I'm not going to lie to you. If I go into Reading Town Centre, yes, lots of different nationalities, but there mm. isn't a a asylum seeker or immigrant problem. It's not. You know, at the moment, it it could be if mm. things obviously get worse and worse and worse. But I have to be honest. I'm not going to sensationalise things. Well, but that's not what people want you to say. Like I say, I'm not going to sensationalise it either. And despite the fact I've actually been a victim of crime at the hands of one of these people, um, you know, that at the end of the day, that was an individual that chose to make, make that choice. Now, yeah. I do worry... Okay, now, uh, here in Eastbourne, we have the world's largest free air show every August on the seafront. It runs for four yeah. days. It's fantastic. If you can get to Eastbourne around that time, I would say come. And uh, if people want to message me on Twitter and say they want to come down for it, we could always do a big group thing. That'd be quite fun. Yeah. You know, fun, real world stuff. Let's go watch some planes. Yeah, real come fun. Along. Brilliant. Yeah, um, that's exactly what we should be promoting. Yeah, I, I, you, you should come. Come to, come to yeah. Eastbourne. Come to the air show yeah. next month. Yeah, the kids are like that. Yeah, it's good. Fun. It's free. It's good fun. There's planes, exactly. red arrows, all of that. Perfect. But the point is, um, with 12 hotels at this time, there could be more by the time that comes along, full of these people and hundreds of thousands of tourists, I do worry that there could be a, a real crime problem this year. And, and then that will be used... They always use the most extreme yeah. stories to make all of the tabloid, um, particularly the Daily Mail, and then and then it will be and then it gets taken out of all proportion. Um, and that's not to say that there isn't a problem because mm-hmm. I'm not downplaying it. As we said, if something is not done and the people uh, keep coming in in that number on the boats, yeah, we don't have the money to house them. No, we don't to fund them, and and we don't have money for the services. It is a massive problem, but. They're trying to say that the problem at the moment is worse than it actually is. The future problem might be terrible, but they are overplaying how serious the situation is at the moment as yeah. well. And, and I mean, I, I, I'm also, I, you know, I agree with people when they say something needs to be done, right? I completely agree with that. But I'm not going uh, to demonise all of these people for the actions of one, first of all, because right. it was only one person and, that did what they did to me. Yeah, and some of them are, there are, like in any in any um, community, mm-hmm. there are going to be some awful ones. Yeah. There, are, there might actually be some decent ones as well. Do you see? But again, it's every single one that's coming in a boat. Yeah. They're, or apparently, they're all fighting men. They're all deviants. They're all perverts. This is what you, do you see what I mean? It's, yeah. It's the same thing. You you have to put them in a group. You have to hate them. Yeah. It, it, it's how the, it's how it works now, doesn't it? That's what <sighs> You know, you have to hate now. I mean, and, uh, one of the ones I'm really struggling with mm. um, is this um, LGBT. You know, I've got a lot of gay friends. You know, I've always enjoyed, we've always gone to drag shows, yeah, adult yeah. drag shows. Yeah, love them. Um, you know, and I've got real problems now with so-called, again, awake to people or true for people. They literally now hate anything to do with the LGBT community. And at the end of the day, it's the gender ideology you have a problem with. Stop hating on somebody just because they're gay now. Or, you know, if, or, or just because they go to Pride. Because you've seen some extreme pictures from Pride, they have this view now that Pride is a deviant event. Mm. On the on the whole, Pride is just, is, is, is just, you know, quite a happy, non-naked event. 
You know, where just people well, go down the road and then have a drink. You know, like, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to my, I'm going to my local pride this year. We have, we're having one in Eastbourne, and I'm going along. Oh, and if you, the people go mental about you, um, um, at this, you can't do that, Ben. It's a disgusting. You know, well, you I don't know what care. I, well, the thing is, I want to go along because I want to see for myself. That's, as, That's as, as, simple, as simple as that. I want but to I've see for myself. To, I've gone to Pride before. Yeah. I've got lots of gay friends. And I keep, I've like, you know, me and Darren, like, sometimes argue about it on, on the show because he's one of those that's very much like Pride is now a, the most disgraceful, disgusting place. And I'm like, but Darren... I've been to them, and I can tell you it's not from personal experience. Yeah. You're taking it on pictures that you see, and this is what's happening too much. It's how social media works. They take the most extreme picture or video of the, any of, and then they paint of the entire thing with that brush. And, and then you're supposed to, again, because it's polarised views, divide and conquer, yeah. that is the view that you're supposed to hold. Yeah. And I really do feel so sorry for that community because the amount of hate now that's been put well, towards just normal people want to get in with their life who are, who are lesbian put it this or way. gay. Put it this way, right? And, and this is coming, once again, personal experience. 25, 30 miles away from me sits the town of Brighton. Okay. Yeah, exactly. The I town of Brighton is like the LGBTQ, WXYZ, Y2K bug, whatever, um, capital of the world, essentially. And it has been ever since, you know, I was, I've been alive. I, I've even lived there. Okay. I've even lived yeah. in Brighton when I was, when I was studying at university. And at no point did I ever feel like I was being you know converted or dragged down into a oh. cult or anything like that right yes it's a very 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 out there vibrant and you know, shall we say gay city right and it is and there's gay bars everywhere and it's great fun yeah it's great fun i mean going to things like an adult drag event is always in my view a laugh and you That's know brilliant. What? i love them i've had gay men proposition me in the past of course they have but um because <laughs> your model looks then but I, all, all i simply do is you know explain my position and say look uh, this is my wife um and then she'll sometimes step in and say i don't know what he's talking about um <laughs> just 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 to keep just you know, sturdy old pot but but no i'll just say that this is my wife i'm just here to enjoy myself uh, here to have a good time um yeah. i'm flattered but no thank you yeah. and then that's that but but they'd have but you know this new <laughs> hatred of anyone you know who, who apparently that flag now is like demonised as well mm. for a lot of people that you know the, the you know the new colours or something whatever but the old flag I mean before before this pre-COVID I was in a relationship with a woman and I had the pro, and I had the flag on my Twitter right so I you know because so I'm not going to come out and say I'm a hypocrite because well because at the end of the day right. That's been part of my life as well. And I mm -hmm. find it very, very difficult. When they're saying, what, so I, was I a sexual deviant? Was I a pervert? Just because I was in a relationship with a woman and I had the flag on Twitter. That's what these people are having you believe. You know what I mean? Like, like this this flag makes you a pervert now. It's it's like it's absolutely crazy. I mean, it is. It is crazy. But but once again, you know, I'm seeing it in the chat. Um it's, the, it's all about keeping us divided because if we are arguing and yes, fighting, if we are arguing and fighting with one another our focus and our energy is not on the people who keep doing things to us and i'm gonna i'm gonna say it those regulars who watch the show know the term death by a thousand bloody cuts your parliament is taking away your rights 
tiny little bit by tiny little bit. But you're not focused on that because you're focused on this, that, the other, right? And that's that's where they want you focused. They don't want you focused on the shit they're doing to you. You know, if we continue to, if they continue to go unabated down the road that they're going, you know, things like a social credit system are a reality for the future. Absolutely yes. they so, are. To me, the biggest problem for us at the moment, right, isn't gender ideology, right? No. It isn't the immigrants. The biggest problem... Um, it's not COVID, it's not vaccines, it's divide and conquer. Yep. That is it. And that's what I don't understand. Like, like when we're claiming again, people think they're awake. They don't seem to understand that. They, 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 they're so set on all the other things, they cannot understand that they're putting themselves into the groups. They're inciting hatred. They're pushing sensationalist content. All of those things push divide and conquer, mm-hmm. which is what's going to defeat us in the end. If You're absolutely that right. Wins, then we are destroyed. So she's right. For me, if you're awake. The biggest thing you need to be doing is not pushing sensationalist content, not inciting anger, not provoking, you know, arguments, not putting people into groups, not polarizing viewpoints. All of those things are pushing us to destruction and possibly a social credit system. Yeah. It, it, and, 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 and that's why I think I'm in a different place to other people, because everybody else is, is seem to be they, they're the opposite. They want to put people into boxes. They want to hate on people. They want to say you're either with us or you're not. Yeah. It's them and it's us. Yeah. And, and, and to me, that's what's going to destroy us. And that's not what humans are about. It's not what real life is about. It's not what, what I want to grow up in. I don't, it's not the type of world I want. You're singing from my hymn sheet. You're, you're absolutely yeah. singing from my hymn sheet. Um, it's, it, it's a really, really weird and polarized world that we find ourselves in right now. I don't recognize yeah. this world at the moment. And I, no, and I, this didn't exist pre COVID. No, it didn't. I, well, maybe it did, but not to this extreme. I think it only did for extremists. The, 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 the only people that view, that had this type of them and us ones were probably, you know, yeah. the actual kind of real kind of um, kind of British. What, the, what who was it like? Tommy Robinson? Who was yeah. it? British National Party? Is it you know like British National Party or you know there was the very National few Front or whatever they called? That, that or, type, yeah, yeah, that type of thing. And, and, and mainly, everyone just got along. You know, didn't we? And, yeah. and we respected each other, but they didn't want that. Their plans don't work. They're for their plans to work and to ensure that we don't stand up to the government. They need us hating on each other. Mm. They need black versus white. Mm-hmm. They need, you know, gay versus straight. Yeah. They need gender ideology versus gender conformists yeah. or whatever it is. You know, they get, they, you have to be one or other. You're not allowed to be in the middle. And if you're in the middle, people get angry about that. You're, you have to always take a side. And and that's, life didn't exist like that pre-COVID. I don't take sides. I don't, I don't no. take sides. Um, I, I will, I, I, like I said earlier on, when it comes to any situation that you find yourself in, you'll find yourself examining, you find yourself immediately faced with, you have to take that situation on its merits as you find it. And you might come to a completely different conclusion to the person next to you. But do you know what? That's okay. And that's what we need to push. We need to start pushing. It's okay. 
okay to agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. My best friend, like my, the, who I all absolutely love, most of them are vaccinated. You know, most of us have different opinions on different things, and we. Sit I don't there know which ones. Of, I don't know which ones of my real world friends are and aren't. I, mean, I haven't asked, and I won't ask. It's none oh, of my to business. To be fair, I only I only know because most of them are, I've stayed friends with over COVID. Yeah, yeah. You see what I mean? So it's not like we're having discussions. No, about no. It but now, what I, what I'm but saying, but, but what I'm saying is, it's so far from my mind whether or not they've exactly had a medication. That. It's none of my business. Well, so I have no idea who in the pub has, for instance. So if no. I'm chatting to people in the pub, I've got no idea whether they're vaccinated or not, and I'm not even going to ask them. Mm -hmm. So I don't care. It doesn't. It's not a reflection. That's the correct it's like answer. Brexit. I don't. I don't ask people if you voted Leave or Remain. I voted I Remain care. controversial. So did I. I, was a, I voted Remain and I voted for Jeremy Corbyn. But which do, do is you know what? But you know what? If we were forced to vote again, I would vote Leave. Yeah. That's controversial. I well, I, I would, I would, I would vote to remain out. Put it that way, because I now know how European Union works, and uh, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't want no part of that. <laughs> Quite frankly, I don't, I don't know because I think the idea of pushing some things forward, they want, they needed leave in order for us in terms of some of the COVID restrictions mm. that they were able to push those forward because we weren't in the Perhaps. EU. So I think that that plan was for part of that so i i think brexit is a bit irrelevant now after I covid agree. anyway so it's, it's, it's just it's, another it's way to keep us a... fighting that's all it's it is exactly it's another that. way to was... keep us fighting yeah you know and, that, and that's what it was it was the first thing you know like they test things they test the waters they put things out as uh, this is what people don't understand again they'll have an article out and people see an article won't they and they go look this is happening you yeah. know <laughs> Yeah, and, and I'm trying to go. No, they're testing the waters for it's feedback. It's not happening. That doesn't it's not mean happening. It's actually happening. Yeah, and people can't see the difference. You know, they think, look, it's. it's I mean, going back to what you said break. earlier, if if we had if we had listened to the more extreme elements of people, yeah, and they were right, if they were right, um, we'd be in gulag right now, wouldn't we? And most people would be dead. Yeah. The only people who would be alive were the unvaccinated. We've been going like... If the conspiracy fears were actually right, let's not, like, take their... Because they say that, but what they mean is we're just... We were right about a couple of things. If they were actually right, every yeah. single person that put had the jab would be dead. The mm -hmm. unvaccinated would be in a gulag and the elite would be, like... But, but even that doesn't even make any sense because where are their slaves? Or maybe the slaves were the unvaccinated. Who knows? But well, I, know I, 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 I will say this. Um, everybody's a slave to this. Everybody's yeah. a slave to this. Um, it is, it is, it is, that is a digital prison. People don't realise it. Just, I've, I've had an argument with people about, because there's some people that still are, are so bitter and angry with anyone that took the vaccine because they say they took their freedom away and they've ruined, they've ruined their lives and all of this rubbish, right? I said, no, do you have a smartphone? And I said, the smartphone was more than the vaccine. If you all signed up to a smartphone and you're still using one, that has more of a difference to this new digital world than the vaccine ever did. So you've got no, unless you are sat there That's in one, the forest, that, that, is, that, is, that is a digital prison. That's what because it is. That has more of an impact. So you can't sit there and say that you're that much better from the person having the vaccine if you're sat there on your smartphone and you weren't awake enough not to go and get yourself a smartphone. That has Bloody love problems. my smartphone. 
I'm one of the. I'm one of those though, and I, I will openly, you know, I'm no hypocrite. I, I'm addicted to my phone. Yeah, yeah? we all are. And I, I don't want to be, and I use it too much. I know the problems that exist, and really, my life would be better. You know, I to be fair for the digitalized all the digitalized world. To be fair, I don't think I'm as addicted to social media as I was um, because I yeah, no, nor am I. I only really tweet about the shows that we do, or or if John's doing something, I'll tweet about that and something like that. Um, whereas I use my phone a lot as because the the camera systems on it are fantastic, and I like to make stupid videos of going and doing silly things like going to theme parks and stuff like that. I will vlog my trips, so I just think it's a very very uh, handy little device, and and I and I use it a bit too much. I think we all do, but um, you know, I'm going to continue to do that because whilst yes, I'm doing things on my phone, I am doing those things out in the real world and having that fun yeah. and having that adventure. And um, when when I when I go and have that adventure, I hope I'm showing people that you too can go and have that adventure. You should come and have that adventure with us. And that's why, you know, uh, I, I invited you guys uh, and, and I extend that invite. Come down next month. I'll put the dates on Twitter. We'll, we'll arrange something. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. And if I can come, I will come along. That, that, you know, they will love that. I, you know, I've really uh, benefited from doing that positive challenge that I'm doing on Twitter. I will extend it afterwards. I don't believe, I don't, I believe it's a behavioral psychology tool, these social media apps. I, for me, I don't want to, I don't want to be, part of that and pushing these agendas mm -hmm. so i want to use them now for positivity as much as i possibly can that's not to say if things suddenly took a turn for the worse that then that, that they might you know come in useful but i don't want to be on them all the time my issue is is i know i've got severe adhd i've got massive attention problems mm -hmm. and uh, the phones have become a real issue i used to read books all the time i haven't been able to complete a book since before covid so we're talking three years yeah. because my attention is so bad because of the the kind of uh, quick dopamine hits on the on and, and my really you know my ADHD it, it's the phones make it so much worse so I really personally need to make an effort um, to, to come away from it because I know it's not helping me mm -hmm. or my mental health and I know it might, that, that it might not affect other people so badly so I need to make that personal effort I'm very self-aware of that of that problem and I know that if I have it I know a lot of other people everybody have got those does. same issues everybody exactly. does Right, and um, you know, don't be ashamed to admit it. It's it's the damn truth. Everybody's addicted to their phones, you know. And, yeah. and I think they were designed to make us that way. Of course, they were. That, that, that they could only implement. Uh, I mean, things. John's John's put a question in the chat, right? That kind of leans into this. It's to me, and uh, I'm going to answer yeah. it. He says, just as a matter of interest, do you have a plan, as in a phone plan, that allows you to upgrade your phone every single time a new Note or equivalent comes out? Ben, right? So I get the Samsung Note phones, you know, the yeah. top end ones. The answer is yeah. Yeah, I don't have. Them. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the answer is yes. Yes, I do. Um, I have. I have a plan that allows me any time upgrade. So if the new one comes out, I just push a few buttons and then the, the new one comes. See, <laughs> as much as much as I like the phone, and this is a this is a good question. If I could go back, right? Because mm. life the way it was, I would choose a life without any of this technology. You know I was what? much I... happier. I think society was better. But I know some people would say not. But for me, I want to go back to when I was sixteen to, to without all this. You know, I, I don't used think to love climbing. You know, climbing trees, skating with your friends. Um, yeah. I, and it, you could shut off at three o'clock, whether it was school or mm -hmm. work. You went home, and we're talking about mental health. People shut you know shut off in a good way 
you know you spent time with your family you you like i said you read a book you did things that were good for you that were good for your head john's we right have to a degree I, you know we have to, we, i do have to, i do have to push back a little bit because we wouldn't have a job <laughs> no but but yeah no and i understand that i wouldn't have my job yeah. But at the same time, there would have been, you know, life was very different and there would be different jobs. But I think as a society, um, I just don't think that, it, you know, it has been good for us. Um, I think it's caused so many problems. So, so if I could choose, I would go back. Let's let's push on then. Um, let's. Yeah. I think we're 90 minutes into this, so I think it might be time to start winding yeah. it down. This is flying yeah, by. Okay. But um, uh, your show... Um, your show yes. tell us all about what you do and when you do it and where you do it tell yeah, us yeah so so uh yeah so basically um you know me and rick like you we, we want to make things positive as well we we, we you know we want to talk about current events mm -hmm. but we don't want to do it in a sensationalist doom-mongering style we could we could take you know the worst stories and you know, push it each day and in, in that in that manner, but we don't want to do that. So we're we're both quite into psychology, behavioural psychology. We like to take a story and try and look at why the story is put in being put in the paper, if you see what I mean. I what what's the thinking behind it? Well that's what we've tried to like to do. So I choose three stories the day before. Rick chooses three stories from the day before um, on open line and then, you know, but as we do, me and as me and you like to talk, me and him like to talk. So we don't always get through all six stories. Well, it's fair but enough. In the, in the three months we've done it, um, there's been one episode, well, one particular episode where we didn't do one story. We got so sidetracked, we were talking about something else for the hour and very rarely we get through all six. Um, but yeah, um, yes, you can call into the show, but people tend to be quite, quite shy. Uh, we do get callers in, and that's I might turn. I might turn up at some point in the week. Yeah, yeah. I might you pop should. up and say hello. Depends if I'm yeah, out of bed, really. <laughs> but yeah so you know it goes out to australia what's interesting as well the online chat like you have the chat here is very very interesting you get a lot of feedback on that um, more so yeah. when you're when we're doing that so that's a good place to be and i think for me it's it's been positive because i you know uh, being autistic i like you know where the way my head can be quite chaotic yeah. so it's good like like to get matters off my chest and i get and that's to why that. i that's why i love what we do that is why i love yeah. what we do because we can look at things in depth and we can talk it through and we can look at the yeah. nuance the nuance <laughs> of the debate yeah and um yeah he's going I mean, fuck's so sake he's saying that fucking word again hey <laughs> fucking nuance hey <laughs> yeah uh, so it, mean, it means my head's less chaotic and it means i i think i get now as i know i get an hour and um sometimes we get like a six minute intro where we can do a bit of a go in and do yeah. have a bit of a rant so if something's bothering me i get to go on and give a full-on rant to people so it's like that clears my head as well yeah um, and i don't have to then then i like you said and you get to do that on your shows so then i guess it means that we don't spend as much time on social media maybe it gives us more ability to observe things from you know rather than you know being that kind of social media putting all our views yeah. on that you know I, I get to go on and show i'm very very lucky and i get to rant so and, you can uh, be you can be found on TNT Radio. T yeah. Uh, well, TNT Radio, uh, TNT Radio dot live. Yeah. Yep. And uh, you can see there, there's um, 
um, Katie Hopkins, the show before, so the hour before me, Katie Hopkins is on, and that's a brilliant show as well. I would recommend that one. Um, and yeah, you can go on there. You can re-listen as well um, on the um, on the website. You can see all the shows, the presenters. It is, it is, it is. Again, it's an alternative media. So it's well, good to see something like that you, popping up. For God's yeah, sake. Yeah, that's why you know, and um, it's 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 not to see to see my show because it's it's seeing different points of view. You know what's kind of happening is that for so long we said, oh, you know, don't trust the mainstream media, but the mainstream media is still leading that community, and and you They're know, still leading the conversation. That's what they are. They yeah. are, and we are, we try, and you're trying to to you know. Yes, we've discussed a couple of things from the news, but we've also been discussing a whole other a whole other lot of things, and we try to do that on the show. We don't want to be led by you know by by every by stories every single day because otherwise it's a form of brainwashing and indoctrination Agreed. and even we are doing it yeah um so we want more alternative media we want um you know no, like you know not just tnt not just you we want more people doing it we want more debate we want and I, I think at some that. point uh, so john's alluding to it uh, you'll have to we'll have to have a word with you behind the scenes because we're gonna have to turn up aren't we we're gonna have to turn yeah. up um, not yeah. just on a phone call. We are going to have to turn up and 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 have a have a good old rant with you at some point. I think. Yes. 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 Definitely. I, and I think I you know I I can I can make myself. <laughs> Vaughn says, "Why are lefties always autistic?" Well, there's uh, we are. That's just the way we are. Come on, you know people people. It's a superpower. Is he saying we're that, left wing? Oh, I'm a lefty. I've always been a lefty. It's, it's, it's... I am more. I am. I, I, the thing is, I don't, I'm not really into the whole left ring, right ring. Well, kind of I politics, used to be a actually, lefty. I so did I. I was. I went pre-COVID. I was a Labour. Yeah, I used to I be just, a lefty. Now I don't recognise what calls itself the left. I just don't recognise it. I don't know. I don't recognise the right. I don't recognise the left. I don't think those things really exist like they did anymore. But yes, so I John, think... John asks, are we left-handed? I am. Yeah. No right-handed. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Shun. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. That's it. I can't talk to you anymore. You're not in my group. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a left-handed person. I cannot write with my right hand. And you people who can are absolute weirdos. That's right. Yep. Weirdos. Right. <laughs> uh, I, th I think at that point, we're going to bring it down. We're going to say, thank you so much, Natalie Chill, for once again joining me. We're going to have to do this again. Uh, sooner yes. than a year and a half, I think. Sooner than yes. a year and a half. Yes. Um, it's been great. Thank you for having me. And uh, also, um, I, I am just going to turn up on your show at some point. I'm just going to turn up. I might not even tell you when. You'll just get a phone call. I just bet you're right, it's me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, do it. Just phone in. Yes. Love it. But anywho... Thank you one and all for joining us tonight uh, for this one-on-one -on -one conversation with Natalie Chill. Um, there's a link in the chat if you want to click it to a PayPal that can donate to my holiday fund if you'd like to. If you don't want to donate to my holiday fund because I want to go away. Um, you can donate uh, or join our community, join our country, become a citizen of Veradora at ko-fi.com, ko ko-fi.com forward slash chasing descent. And you can choose which tier of citizen you wish to become. If you think you're going to have any say in how this is all run, think again. We're going to tell you and that's it. You're going to own nothing. You're going to be happy. 15 minutes, all that lark. You're getting it all. Anywho. 
thank you ladies and gentlemen thank you one and all for joining us uh, it has been great for you I got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day. I'll be writing things until I'm.